Hello. The following program is not safe for work. Urban Dictionary defines not safe for work as content generally inappropriate for the typical workplace. For example, it would not be acceptable in the presence of your boss and colleagues. All of this applies here, and you'll have 10 seconds of extremely pleasant music as a buffer to pause, jump to more acceptable material, or rent out a conference room just so you can listen alone. In peace. Have a pleasant day. Good evening, fellow sexual subjects. You are listening to a broadcast of the Cuntcast Podcast, a conversation with a classically characterized cunt, carefully crafted with cognizant courage to champion conscientious consummation. I am your host, Miss Najalerie, and I am joined by my esteemed and much-loved co-host, Mr. Anne Ranfield. How are you feeling? I'm doing okay. I am uh, doing all right this week. Uh, getting a lot of work done. Still feeling pretty, pretty sparkly and delightful. So yeah, it's a good week. Um, glow on, glow on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to thank all the new listeners because we're getting an we're getting an influx of new listeners from a, an anonymous source, and it's um like I said, it was just you know if you're listening, we uh, appreciate you and thank you and welcome to um the entire podcast network thank you so much yeah, for i'm like support. i missed you guys i mean i don't know who these new newsletters could possibly be but i feel like i i missed them mm-hmm. somehow it's like this this weird kinetic thing and they, might, and they might have missed you too because previously your um content was inexplicably behind a paywall so. yeah which uh you know sometimes that's kind of shitty especially when you're the one openly queer, sex positive, and body positive show on a network. You think you'd not want to hide that one away? Yeah, no. Yeah, premium content is um for people. It's extra content of the people you hear, but you don't actually lock voices behind the paywall because then it becomes a problem of you know stifling the voice accidentally. That's yeah. why all the podcasts here are free because I want you to hear everyone. Welcome, Yay. Yay, and voices. you shouldn't have to pay fourteen ninety nine to hear about prep. Which is totally available, and uh, you should take it. Though studies have shown that it takes a little bit longer for it to take effect in, in uh, you know, people with vaginas, but still a good investment. So yeah, mm-hmm. can we also say that it's kind of fucked up to put somebody's show behind a paywall when you don't pay them, and then they can't afford the paywall for their own shit? I got extra shady, and I love you very much. That's all I'm gonna say. You just, you, it's cool. It's like, I don't know. It's like you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's like the one guy in the group you wouldn't expect it. All of a sudden, takes one good last shot at a person. It's just, <laughs> just like, wow. I mean, I'm happy that you got that out of your system. I just because so. I didn't know what I was gonna do. I was like, I this like I don't want to put it on Twitter. 
I don't want to end up on Lipstick Alley because they are mean girls. No, listen, there are lots of (laughs) people. I'm afraid of them. Not really, but. There are some general business rules if you're going to be managing things that we can discuss openly through our own experiences. And that's one of them. You don't put people behind a paywall and then not pay them. That's bad business objectively. That's all we're saying. Jayla, please. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've we've had a <clears throat> Ooh, sorry, still have some froggy frogs in my throat. Uh we had a, a time. It's been it's been eventful these last couple of days. But like you said, thank you to all the, the new listeners. And I wanna say I am so, so very sorry for uh, a couple of people reached out to me because they're like, Hey, I subscribe and I'm listening on Google Play and I see Cuntcast Podcast on everything but Google Play. Where is it? Do not blame Aaron. That is completely my fault. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> if I don't put it on my Libsyn, that it that is what populates Google Play. Oh. And um, like a lot of life was happening to me. And um, like... I've been unfucked for so long and it's just so hard to like balance life and stress without orgasms like daily. So I'm going to try to get that in check and, and, you know, get all those episodes up there. It'll happen. It'll happen like super soon. Like after we're done recording, maybe. That's fine. We're working out. Like I said, you know, (laughs) it's good to just let everybody know. Transparency is key. It's been noted. Things are happening. I, it's, it's just a really good thing because, you know, you, especially if, you know, you contribute to like my Patreon or, uh, you know, Unreasonable Friday's Patreon. So you're subscribing and then suddenly there's no content. That's, it's just really irresponsible. Like, who does that? <laughs> a garbage person does that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what happens when there's no more strings on me (laughs) i'm a free bitch now can be as catty and petty as i wanna (laughs) this is your show it is all i can do is laugh oh um you should probably get into all the stories i i have a what I would like to call the rolling docket for Cuntcast, where I constantly see things that I like if I'm on my phone or if I hear people talking about something at work, I like find it and I just put it on the docket. So there's like a hundred stories on this thing. And there are a couple that I really, really wanted to get to. And I keep on going, oh my God, this issue is so important. This is what we're talking about. But this week we're going to get to some of these stories. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess first story we should say um, uh, the cannon has blasted and now you can see the visage of of Al Franken because he is uh, the, the the next tribute to fall, I guess. Gotta keep and, it in your uh, pants, guys. Hands to yourself. Penis in your pants, guys. Yeah. But what I think is really weird about this particular thing is I'm hearing so many people say, well, he can't resign because he's too important and women will lose. But 
his seat could be taken by a woman or a man or a non-binary person who will not touch people that don't want to be touched by them. Mm-hmm. That right. I think, you know, uh, it shouldn't. I think if you're angry that somebody on the left is stepping down for being inappropriate, while Republicans are going child molester. That's the way Jesus would like it. I feel like maybe you've lost some perspective. Right. Um, you should, I mean, if you are a liberal and progressive, you shouldn't be protecting, um, you should be protecting people above all else. So the yes. idea that we're supposed to um, uh, engage the right wing by uh, over the, stepping over the bodies of um, uh, women and femmes or... Um, it's actually fairly disgusting that you would think yeah. that it's actually gross. It's actually fairly gross. We will find another way. When I see people tweet things like, um, you know, we just need solidarity and this is not the right time for this. It's the left eating each other. I kind of just see, um, I think X amount of abuse is okay if it favors my particular political party. And isn't that why we don't want to be associated with the right? Because they constantly do that shit. Like, as we speak right now, we are disgusted that so many people in the Republican Party are openly endorsing this pederast and attacking his victims as criminals. But you think that Al Franken should get a pass because he's important. You know, the, his you know most vocal accuser has done things that you don't think is appropriate, or it's just it kind of it's like we're supposed to be we're supposed to be the good ones, guys. I I know we're not. Uh, people are trash. Good requires work. Can we say this? Good requires work. Being a good person requires actual work. And also, I'm not saying hard drudgery. I'm just saying work to think. As to think, do I want to sacrifice women and femmes for political gain? The answer should be no. That's the work. It's not drudgery. It's not miserable. It shouldn't be. A, it shouldn't require massive convincing. It's just something you say to yourself. Since you are progressive and you care about humans as much as you say you do, which you probably don't. Yeah. And I, I think what what's really unfortunate about this is, um, you know, as as much as I, I thought Al Franken was a, a pretty good politician, he, he got some, some good things on the books. He is very outspoken. Right. But nobody should, there should be no pedestal so high that you can't fall off it. When you waggle your dick or touch people inappropriately, mm-hmm. you can't fall. Yeah. There are so many other non trash people you can subscribe to. Just do that. Yep. It's, yeah. Oh, politics. Now that I've made myself sad, I have something that I think will make everybody happy. All right, let's hear so, it. This this is a story I've been following for like a really long time. 
Right. And I was very excited about it because right. uh, like a year and a half ago, there's a lot of hubbub about a potential male birth control. And it was a shot and it was right in the dick. And it felt so right. And then I stopped hearing about it. And I was really sad. And what should grace my timeline? But stories that there, once again, is a male birth control shot that is actually yes. in phase two of trials. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not in the dick. And it is hormonal, but it, it it it's it's been proven to work in trials. So this shot, unlike the shot in the dick one, which would like actually just like a plug, this one actually lowers sperm count, yeah, which want, would make I want the shot in the dick. Yeah, um, I I'm guessing that the hormonal approach is probably a lot more trustworthy than I'm going to hopefully shoot something in your dick and, and block the the right thing. Oh, I thought that, uh, no, I thought they were shooting something into your dick that was localized so that it lowered your sperm count, but didn't affect the rest of your body. You know, like the, like the hormonal one, like that, that was the goal of it was to essentially what happened. I, I thought it was where they, they were like, we see what happens to women with all the birth control we force upon them. Let's skip that guys. And then somebody was like, we can shoot it right into your dick. And then all the men, being cowards we're like no 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 so now we're rolling back to the well, hormonal thing like shooting something into it that caused like a block that was like and then it like dissipates and then you know so this one actually just you, it just makes the guys uh you know a little chill so they're just like you know what i don't even feel like swimming anymore i'm just gonna chillax until i'm reabsorbed into this dude's or lady's balls so I feel um uh I I kind of hope that this gets approved right now it's obviously not in America this is something that's um uh it was made in Switzerland mm-hmm. so I'm not sure when it'll ever be on our shores or when it'll be approved but um, one of the authors of the first study for this particular um, hormonal male birth control is actually from Maryland. So it's an American. And uh, they say that the findings confirm that it's an, it's an efficient contraceptive and it's almost as effective as, um, you know, what we have now that is usually for women. So I kind of hope that this means that not only will I and other friends not have the burden of birth control, but because it's for dudes, that shit, you know, is going to be covered. Like, it's not going to be $50 behind a counter and then you get shamed for it. It's going to, hopefully they just like give it out. Like, like you're just on a college campus and they just have like a dude and like a Hummer with like loud horns. go male birth control. And he's giving shots out to everybody. It's just party. 
I'm here for it. Yeah, we have babies I don't want. I'm here for that. That's all. I just want to. I just want to. I want to do my part to take the birth control load off of women. I just. That's all. That's that's what I want more than anything. Whatever works. I'm first. I also want birth control party buses. I think that'd be great. They just roll through town playing like a jaunty tune, (laughs) and you're like, "Oh, what's that? The sound of." Not the responsibility of another human life. Oh shit. And then you just like file it like the Pied Piper and they just like give you a birth control and like a lollipop maybe. And then you're on your merry way. I think that's how birth control should be delivered. Yeah. There is actually uh, a service that is trying to get legal where they want to be a birth control delivery service. So it's like instead of like a loot box, you get like your birth control box. Can the uh, let me see something? Uh, can the um, can the birth control bus sound like this? That is the exact song I was thinking. Of. <laughs> Hold on, gotta, the beats have to drop before I turn this off. <laughs> it has to. Oh. Birth control, guys. There it is. The sound of the overdose come. Yes. <laughs> yes. Such nineties kids that the song. I don't care. I would. I would. Please. I would get four. I'll take four. That's fine. I'm I'm here for that. Are you kidding me? The birth control mobile? I'm ready. I think it should be a party bus. No. Um, mobile, that makes me think like it parks and then they like administer. Like I want you to be able to get it. Like you follow the tune and then you get into the bus and it's like woo woo. And everybody has like those little rave, like light them up things that you crack. Those and, glow sticks? Yeah, yeah. There's glow sticks. And then there's birth control. They're like, you want like a new ring? You want the depper above a shot? Like just no babies unless you want them, but they'll be planned. I'm saying birth control party bus. I'm on it. Any candidate that isn't uh, like dirtbag libertarian or some kind of weird Nazi, that that is their platform. I will vote for that person. As long as you give me birth control party bus and you want like, I don't know, no hats on Tuesdays, I'll take that. <laughs> Sacrifice. <sighs> I don't know why that would be something that makes me not vote for somebody. Well, I guess I don't know. If somebody tells me when I can and can't wear hats, I feel threatened by that. <laughs> Feels un-American. What's American is apparently child molestation. Cause freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So free. I'm free ready. reviews, people. That seems to be America. <laughs> and I'm sorry if I sound like um I've swallowed a cat, but uh I'm I actually became a cubicle negress again. So I have a vanilla job. Where I get to be an undercover hoe, and it's so like fun yet terrifying. Um, 
because I don't want them to fire me for my whole ass ways. But I'm also now being reintroduced to office ick because I'm trapped in a building with recycled air with 2,000 other people who all have like babies or families that bring in germs and then they pass their germs to me. So that's my life. Uh, uh, under I, I consider it the blessings from the youth. I call it like um, when Dasha's made sick by her son who will frequently just sneeze directly into all the openings in her face. They um, just don't care. It, they don't care, but I consider it blessings. It's genetic blessings. Now you are immune to yet another disease, mother. Behold, <laughs> eternal life, infinite health, because you are the love of my life, mother. Live forever. Go forth. And then, you know, two days later, you know, when you're laying face down on the living room floor. Can't get the tissues. <laughs> just, just, just sniffling death. Yeah, this is the first time I had a cold. Like I literally went to the doctor because I'm like, this is how I die. Like I'm gonna probably end up coughing blood. It's gonna be like the end of Moulin Rouge. It's gonna be a thing. And they're like, oh no, you have a cold. And I was like, what? This is a cold. And she's like, yeah, New York cold. Like apparently that's a thing. So yeah, I took. I had to take two days off because I was, I couldn't like move. I didn't know colds could do that. Some weird mutant, like, strain. You received the blessings from the youth. Do you feel healthier now, Najela? <laughs> if I get sick again next year, I'm just going to punt every kid I see. Not hard but enough to hurt them, just so they know that I'm very frustrated. The reason why you took a year to get sick is because of the blessings of the youth, or else you just be continuously... I mean, you're in the northeast of the United States. It's like Winterfell. It's just bodies on top of bodies and just terrible weather and conditions, and it's just... You're, it's, it's, a, it's a breeding ground for all manner of disease. So if you go a year without being sick, living in the northeastern United States, then you better... Well, no, you better. I got sick. Like, I got, like, lung infections. Like, I got, like, real sick. Like, I had pneumonia twice. I could, I went to work when I had pneumonia and I was like achieving things and being productive. I had a freaking cold and I could not get out. I couldn't even move from the couch to my bed because it would be too much effort. And I live in a one bedroom apartment. <laughs> oh my God. And I have cats and like, I could see now kind of the argument people make that, like, you don't want to date a woman with cats because, like, that means she's okay with uh, something that's, like, emotionally distant and doesn't necessarily have to love her. Uh, and that means she's broken, which is a lie. But I kind of see it because my cats did not care. <laughs> like, I I got really sick and just, like, spewed because I was nauseous my cat sat on my head as I vomited well I mean was was your cat holding your hair back in a a gesture to um you know maintain you know you know as like a a bonding gesture like let me get that hair out of your face because you know there's not much else to do when someone's actively vomiting no um (laughs) she's just being a dick really (laughs) I trust your assessment of your cat. That's your animal. So I'm sorry that your cat didn't give a fuck about you in your your darkest hour. Well, I kind of feel like this cat is like 
unreasonable Friday's cat because it used to be Shane's cat. Now it's my cat. Wait, you're Shane Paul Meal's cat? Yes. Why do you have Shane Paul Meal's cat? Because he's like, I got to move and I, anybody want this cat? <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know. I was like PMSing. I was very emotional. And I was like, I feel like I love this cat. And it's so tiny and I need to protect it. And I love everything about this cat. Um, and this cat, as soon as she met me, it's like she just looked at me, gave me the finger and told me to go fuck myself. But now I'm her little cat mommy and I feel like we've bonded. So um, this was not during that period. <laughs> uh, that The bonding, I think, happened like two days ago. Um, everything <laughs> so, up so until then, and it's been like a month and a half. Um, she was just, just had no love for me, but so maybe 98% of the relationship, she had no, she, she, didn't, care. she didn't care, begging me, you. begging her to love me so much. And I'm like, oh no, now I know what it feels like to date me. <gasps> oh no. <gasps> Oh no, we're not going there. No, no, no. You're Just fine. Claws and anger. You're fine. Just for the record, you're fine. It's not. I, I, I refuse to. We're not gonna. When I entertain that, no. Just because you have preferences well, I, does not I make do you feel a terrible person. A little person. bit better about myself because after uh, the whole conversation we had last week, where we talked about stashing, it started making me feel, or it started reminding me about all the conversations that people used to have about ghosting. And um, somebody who I actually love reading her work, Kitty Stryker, wrote um, for Huffington Post, kind of like, uh, uh, not a defense of ghosting, but a, uh, I guess, a call to suspend arms about ghosting. Like, basically, for so long, people have acted like if you ghost someone, you are an evil abuser and you should be cast out of society because you are, are like a disease to the sinew that keeps society together um and I just I just never bought into that because <laughs> I kind of like I sometimes like is it did I really ghost you or do I just have ADHD and forgot because I that's what I, I think it's important to not take ghosting and I, I will say this I also think ghosting is different going from women to men than from men to women I think there's a lot of levels to why, like, it's not necessarily the safest place for women to be like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. For whatever reason, it's not a safe environment for women to do that. Sometimes they it's just... scary. Right. So if they throw on the invisibility <laughs> cloak and dive behind the bar, that makes sense. It's not, I mean, you, as a man, you have to accept that you are the face of of violence to women. You're the face of violence. You might not be violent, but historically, the people that have slapped women and pushed women and abused women for expressing their desires in any way have been us, dudes. And you got to make yeah. peace with that. Not, you can't. I've heard men talk about this. I'm just like, yes, she, something probably happened. She doesn't want to say no to you because she just doesn't want to deal with whatever problems you might have. Even if you don't have any problems, she doesn't know that. So you just got to let it cook. Like, what the fuck? And um, one of the things that I really liked about this article was pointing out um, that vilifying ghosting 
kind of says um, that the the boundaries that somebody sets up, like if somebody does not want to talk to you and ceases all communication with you, that is a clear like boundary. Like they don't owe you communication. And I feel like nobody is owed communication. I feel like that's a huge entitlement. And I see it a lot with guys. Like if, um, you know, if it, like casually seeing somebody or um, I wouldn't say like fuck buddies because we weren't buddies. We were uh, people who fucked. And, you know, shit happens and I kind of got busy I don't know, maybe a good game came out. So I'm not really talking to them and I kind of forget they exist. And like the anger, like I'll get like random text messages like, oh, so your fucking phone is broken or something like that. And it's like kind of threatening. And if I choose to block you because that's how you react where you're like, you must give me attention. Like it either comes from like entitlement or I feel like it's coming from like trolling and spite. Either way, I don't want a part of it. Cause I've been ghosted. Like I um in college, there was this one guy who wasn't even that great looking, but this is this is baby Nijela who like I I just got into the world by myself and I'm like, I'm gonna take it by the balls into my mouth and I'm gonna love it. <laughs> and for like six months like it was definitely like a, a another uh shitty relationship turn I learned which is love bombing where you like treat somebody super great you give them all this affection and then you turn it off and then you're mad at them and you use that to like control them that's kind of what this guy did mm. but then he like kind of ghosted me and I knew he was ghosting me so what I did, even though like I, I knew it was like done, I just kept calling him. I didn't want to talk. I'd have the phone on silent. Just calling because I knew it was annoying. And but that was like me as a kid who probably should not have not even probably. It was just me being a dick. It was a dick move to just pester somebody because you know, because I could have emailed him. I, I could have texted him. No, I chose to call because calling at like for 15 minutes at 2 a.m. is a dick move. And that <laughs> is what I chose to do, which was, I felt really bad because years later um, when um, he realized I was still very bangable and flexible and he's like, oh no, what did I do? Um, he, he wrote this like really long apology and... <laughs> I just was laughing because I'm like, no, I was being an asshole. You should not apologize to me because I had your email the whole time. We're now talking to each other on email. I could have like written my frustration out and been like, okay, he reads it or he doesn't read it. No, I, I chose a, a not even a passive aggressive. That's an aggressive tactic at that time. Yeah, I, you did. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so not. I get that girl... That it, you could feel offended, but I feel that I was in the wrong for, you know, calling this guy all the time, even though I know because he's saying, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Now, I felt insulted because I'm like, wait a minute, you thought you were the catch in this relationship? The fuck? <laughs> so 
I decided to be annoying. So I felt like that is direct. He made a, he set up a boundary and I decided buck your boundary. And that wasn't a cool thing to do. So I, I don't see that we should say if somebody goes, they're a bad person or if somebody like accepts it, that they're a weak person. Like it's it, admitting defeat. I don't think that's a healthy way to view relationships, any type of relationship in general, like there are wins and losses. So <laughs> I feel ghosting which I do not think is a modern phenomenon because I'm seeing way too many articles that say, oh, ghosting is a 21st century thing because we have texting and Tinder. Everybody stop talking to everybody throughout human history. Like, first of all, like there are many people whose grandfathers had whole ass other families. Right. Like a mile away. So your grandfather just was gone one day like 1960 something right there is no tinder back then no in fact in fact that that's why you didn't uh i would say it would way it was way easier to ghost back then right they would ghost you ghost on like your your own kids and family right like because you just went across state lines they're like we don't know how to find her she's just gone we could um you could you were unaccounted for for about 11 hours a day because everyone just had regular you know landline phones and whenever you were not next to one you were in the wind (laughs) so you know that's such a crazy 12 hours 12 hours you're not accounted for every day like from seven to seven you could be anywhere in the world a 12 hour break from having to communicate with anyone that cares about you or that might be a burden to you or in between yeah i I kind of feel like maybe we have a little too much communication. Like I've legit seen relationships end because somebody sent a good morning text and didn't get one back fast enough. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've definitely had that. I've had that come up. Definitely. I don't get it, but I think some people, they go the other, like I go, the way I see it is if I like leave, if you don't have an answering machine, like back in the day, right? You have a landline phone and I call you and there's an answering machine. You had no idea that I called you at all. There's no mess. You have to go to the phone company and get a printout, dot matrix fucking paper that I called you at this time. But if I text you, there's just that note on the refrigerator forever. And even if you ignore it, I did what I needed to do and I make peace with it. So it's much easier for me to not speak to you knowing that I left you some words, even if you ignore them or you miss them. And some people take it as like this demand, immediate demand for your presence. And it's just like, because you can see it instantly, you must respond instantly or else you're disrespecting me. And I'm like, I don't even get that. That's, I, I, again, with the entitlement <laughs> to people's time and conversation. I, it, it boggles my mind. And I, I have been described as aloof, which I do not agree with. You're not aloof. Uh, yeah, but, I, I, I hate that because it's like, you just simply don't need the dick around you all the time. That's it. You're not aloof. You can take a day off and just be by yourself. You're at peace with that. And every time a every time a lady is like that, they get called aloof or something like that. And I was like, no, she they just didn't need to be around you. They don't need to be around you. They're not worried about keeping tabs. 
Yeah, I, I, I see now that to some people, the scariest thing is a partner that is honest to goodness, not afraid to be alone. Yep. Yep. And I, I realize for I need alone time. Like I fucking need that shit. Yep. Um, I, right now I've, I, I'm in a place where, you know, I'm just always around people and I'm not really used to that. It's a lot of people in my face and I'm like adjusting, but I would say it was way easier for me to go unfucked and I've been unfucked for quite some time. I'm sorry. Uh, it was way easier to deal with that than it's been to deal with not having that decompression and not right. and just dealing with all the people. Like the last time, I don't, I don't know if you've ever been to a Korean spa, but I love them. Mm-hmm. Mostly because while there are other people there, you go by yourself and nobody fucking talks to you. And you get to relax and have and just just be quiet and just enjoy relaxation with nobody in your face. The most upsetting thing ever to happen to me at my favorite Korean spa is I'm going there and, you know, I'm eating some Janimun. It's very good. It's this very relaxing. They're playing soft music. Everybody has this like little area where you get to eat. It's like a little cafeteria. Lo and behold, I see somebody and I, I can't really place his face. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe we went to school or something. So I'm trying not to look at him because I'm, I don't want to invite like a social situation. But it was too late. He saw me. He descended. Him and like five other fuckers. And it was some like Asian guy, black girl meetup group. Uh-oh. And I, they just wanted to be my friend and talk to me and have conversations and it was the worst six hours of my life because they never left and i'm polite to a point that i need help with because i didn't tell them to go fuck themselves even though i wanted to so i just politely just went "Uh uh-huh okay and thinking they will clearly see that i don't want to deal with this and then i'm like okay there's a whole bunch of like like americans who aren't really used to it because in korea's Korean spas, the guys go in one place, the ladies go in the other place, and we're all naked. So I know that's usually when the conversation fucking stops. So I whip my towel off and just go on in. No, they're following me. Just, and I have questions. And and I've never met these bitches in my life. So I owe them nothing socially. I was so tense when it was time for me to get my massage that they just gave me a free extra half an hour. Because they're like, we don't, we don't know. You're just getting more tense. It's because I was like looking at those bitches waiting for me to be done because they want to talk to me some more. Oh, God. Social interactions. And that is why I guess I'm a cat lady. <laughs> I think it's official. I think if you have more than one cat and you haven't been fucked in like six months, you're a cat lady. That's just... I don't think... Rule. I don't think... I, I mean... Can we point? I mean, there's dry spells, and also, can we just can we like openly just say that like dudes are trash and ruin their own chances of getting pussy from women that would like to get ritually fucked every few weeks or every few days by yeah, being but terrible I'm not from anybody? Like, right? 
I, I have options. Right. But are they good options? They're nice, right? I, I think like because this, this is the thing. Like, I just, you, I just, I just don't. It's, it's like you, my you have the scientific need, like you have the biological need to get fucked because you're you. But then yeah. there's the added thing, the added element that you're getting older and you're black and you're a lady, so your ability to tolerate shit has significantly decreased. Like your ability for your body to naturally generate fucks within the bloodstream is diminishing. And this is just a thing that happens to all old black people. Like as we're getting older, we our bodies we can no longer process bullshit and generate fucks to give to process it. So there's a lot of more alone time and a lot of longer stretches where you don't speak to anyone or longer stretches where you're not fucking anyone because the person you can almost fuck is just a little too much of an asshole for your body to process. <laughs> Okay, some of the some of the people in my dictation are definitely assholes, uh, which, oddly enough, made it so much easier to fuck because I didn't feel any pressure. Like, because if, if I want them to leave immediately, they're assholes. I don't feel bad. It's kind of like killing hitmen. Like, you don't feel guilty about it. Uh, but it's some people are they're perfectly nice. I enjoyed their company at the time. I just, it's like biologically my clit is like hey i need to be attended to but then mentally i'm like oh but people i'm just not see that's your body's that's your body's natural uh, uh fuck deficiency it's you're not able to generate fucks so the things that the things that were agreements that your body had come to that were easier when you were younger are more difficult to come with it's like the recovery time for an athlete the older you get it's not that you when you're a senior and super athlete it's not that you can't do the thing at like 45 it's that you can't do it four out of five days anymore so you're like you can deal with the asshole to get off but now you can't do it for long enough for you to get to the sex that you were trying to get to in the first place like you can't the thought of it i don't even fuck myself anymore no like, I literally got an email from Streammate that, like, hey, you haven't logged on in a while. Like, we're going to archive your shit. So, like, I haven't, like, it's been three months. Like, that's crazy, Since you've been right? on Streammate or have masturbated at all? Well, that's pretty much usually the same for me. Oh. So, lately, which was also a weird development in my life. I don't know. It's like, shit's been weird. We know so much about the jail is, you know, whole vagina situation. This episode, let's talk about your dick. How's your dick hanging? If you feel comfortable. Uh, he's good to go. He's very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've I've made peace with my um own body's um inability to process bullshit, and I've um, you know, I lean hard on the uh, masturbation. I don't, yeah. I don't, you know, I have no issue. But also, like I said, I think. You know, I have, you know, I don't have the, I think I don't have the same amount of work stress that you have, the outside stressors, the inability to decompress in the home and stuff. You know, I, I live, I live here with, um, uh, the, uh, ultimate, ultimate super lawyer, Amani Gani, who gives me all the space in the world. So I don't have a, you know, I, I, I understand that there might be, you know, space issue, a compression issue that I, you know, so I'm, I'm doing okay. My dick's doing okay. He's a pretty satisfied guy, you know? Good to know. It's pretty good. He's doing okay. 
like I said, but I'll say this. Dicks are easy to please. They're kind of like dogs versus cats. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's, it's not, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot less going on. Infinitely more fragile device. <laughs> it's easier to, it's easier to satisfy. Just, 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 just not, there's just not as much well, going you know, on. The, 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 the two, well, what we understand as the two organs, not that different. It's just like one's an innie and one's an outie. Right. The, the the difference is is that the owners of the penis don't get fucked with as much as the owners of the vaginas. Yes. <laughs> like the, that's that, a like, get oppressed. <laughs> yeah. So that's the separate. You're right. Biologically, yes. But then there is the um the asshole element, and there are yes, very society. Can, right. <laughs> so we'll say there's if is uh, sixty five available assholes per woman. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we'll say that for every one man, there is one asshole woman that he has to then go find. <laughs> he has to find the asshole and then has to go digging to get an asshole to get to, to find the um the uh, the lady asshole women. But I kind of feel like later in life, the 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 lady assholes kind of increase because I notice not fucked Najela is a little cranky. I'm I'm a little more um, apt to 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 have a little salt. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think you just know where to put it. You are not mean to me, and I no. am. Yeah, no, I do feel really bad because I said something really mean to somebody. I said something so mean to somebody on Facebook that I actually deleted it because I felt bad. <laughs> there was a post. Um, uh, talking about Fenty Beauty and the different array because they, they put out a whole new um, uh, array of colors that are like shimmery. And this one black woman who had very prominent, juicy lips was like, I, I finally I'm going to like let go of feeling, uh, you know, self-conscious about my big lips and I'm going to wear this and I feel very proud. And just somebody in the comments just coming in being a dick, just like, mm. oh, I don't know, she looks like a minstrel character. And I was just so mad because I clicked on the person's picture. And the first thing that came to my mind was maybe she's only upset that this young woman has found her her son her sense of inner beauty outwardly because this woman had some unfortunate lips. And I should have left it at that, but unfucked, untamed Najela decided I needed to then express my feelings to this person. And I told her that her lips look like the broken pussy that Issa raps about. (gasps) Oh, dear. And it hurt her feelings immensely. Uh, So, oh, I'm not going to say I'm sorry, but I... I'm going to say I shouldn't have told her that. So I deleted it. I mean. But her lips really did look like they've had enough. Yet not enough. Because it was a weird lopsided thin situation. But we're going to try to be body positive. You know, so just accept our bodies. No matter how bitter they are. <laughs> well. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna have to start slow and we're gonna have to get you masturbating at least. I understand you're in a tight spot, 
but we're going to have to do that because we don't because you have a very sharp tongue and you know I realize that now that I'm like in a corporate situation right we're Joe it's just it's a weird thing though I secretly get kind of giddy because I feel like every day for me is cosplay like I'm putting on my normal costume and I'm like here I am clack get this keyboard and it's like but inside I'm a hoe and nobody knows (laughs) so I'm here typing with my whole fingers my whole thoughts on this corporate dime um yeah we're gonna have to um just just so you don't give anyone in the corporate space a tongue lashing i'm gonna go ahead and um yeah especially because i feel like if you just like yell and curse at people it's it's so much easier just deflect it when like i i feel like my way of being hurtful uh it's like i'm going for the mental scarring because those don't heal, and you don't want to do that. I want to, I want to bring love and positivity, and make people smile. But I'm just so cranky, and everybody keeps talking and making noise. <laughs> I say as I publish a podcast <laughs> where I am talking and making noise, but I'm not making noise at you, dear listeners. I'm making noise for you, so it's special. We're gonna have to um. We're we're just gonna have to sort out some type of some type of some type of deal where we know we check in. Like even the listeners, we all just make sure that you're at least masturbating regularly because you know. I just it's like I can't find the time. Like I I literally had to take um, uh they they make Nyquil without the cold medicine, Zquil, and I took two just so I could go to sleep to shut my mind off. But I wasn't thinking like my usual thoughts. I'm just like, oh, like student loan, conflation, and life. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, this is uh, it's like delayed adulthood, and I now know what everybody else feels like. So now I'm like, oh no, yeah, you people really can go to like sleep unfucked and not feel bad. <laughs> And I, I just feel like maybe I was so chipper and easy to deal with because I was constantly orgasming. <laughs> so next time I see like a cranky bus driver, I'm just going to cut them some slack. Cause I'm like, they might not have had an orgasm in like eight years or something. Or for me, like eight months. Yeah, no, that's too long. Yeah, we'll... we'll... We're going to work on something that's just uh, as friends. We're just going to try and sort something out because that's not like I said, you're in a dangerous place and there's a lot on the line. Yeah, well, so. I actually like I ordered a whole bunch of lingerie. So I'm going to like get back on like my stream mate game mostly because of that whole student loan situation. But because I, I kind of no, miss it. Well, I was about so to I say, like, yeah, you gotta kind of do. Do do you ever just you know do it just for you know just for yourself, just to chill out, you know, just to relax. Well, I mean, like I, I don't think most people who do adult cam work, like we do it because we like being watched. It's like part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of. Okay. It's kind of like, yeah, I can have cake. But like, if it's not like the type of cake you want, you're like, oh, maybe I'll pass. 
Okay, then you know what? Like I said, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, all right. That's all I, I let, let people know. All right, cool. All right. Like, I do, like, my birthday is December 19th, and I think I'm going to, I'm I'm not going to say I'm going to get laid, because that's going to take a whole lot of, like, social interaction, and I lack the fucks and evens to can so uh but i think i'm gonna try to like have i'm gonna take myself out for my birthday and like you know give it to me good because i'm worth it you are worth it Mm. (laughs) oh and if you guys think i'm worth it uh i've been just pouring out my wish list mostly because i have this new kitty and i want to get her some stuff so that's my wish list. And I'm also donating my birthday to the Tomorrow's Children's Fund. They raise money for children and families that are dealing with cancer. And um, you go to their website, which is tomorrowschildren.com, and make a donation. That's, that's my thing for my month. That is my so nice. So. You see what I mean? You're not a monster. You don't like stupid. You need to have regular orgasms. You don't have a tolerance for stupid, but you still have love in your heart. You're still a warm person. Yes. People just need to stop fucking around. Spite, like, drives me to exist. But um, we're black. I feel like uh, I don't know. We all we all we all exist at the at the uh, against the will of some white person somewhere. All of us. We all exist on spite. Every one of us. We do. We 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 use it, and we use it. That's why you know you know we use it. That's why existential questions bother white folks more than black folks. It's like you ask a white person, "Why are you here?" and they start freaking out. You ask a black person, "Why are you here?" because fuck you, because fuck you, (laughs) and you go to work, and that's it. So, yeah. (sighs) Well. Hopefully, it'll be more. Why am I here? To fuck me. That's that's my goal. I'm gonna work up to it. Take my out self out to like lunch, maybe like a coffee date. See what I'm into. I actually want to go to um, the Museum of Sex. Has a great display and exhibit. This uh, running until the end of the year. If you're in, if you're a listener in New York City. Definitely go to the Museum of Sex because A, I got to be in the presence of Beyonce's bra that she wore in the Sorry video. Mm. It's made out of like leather. So the, the designer has like her whole like most famous pieces. So they have like Nicki Minaj's stuff from that uh, shoot that she did that everybody was mad, even though it was super hot. They have some Lady Gaga stuff, some stuff Madonna wore, like the stuff. Uh, pre um go fuck yourself madonna like um before we knew she was just trash um so if you love leather work it's a great thing but they also have a um they're using not the oculus what's the other one that's not the oculus rift um the view that's it yeah so they have a couple's uh, immersive 3D virtual kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's done with the, the view. And I really want to check that out. 
but I'm like, not a couple. <laughs> so I'm going to see if they just let me go by myself. And that's going to be my my date from myself for my birthday. Oh, that sounds so nice. I wish I was in town. I'd totally go with you. Yay. And I also want to do it because um, I tried to get in line for the Oculus thing at the, the Microsoft, the Oculus experience. Right. And they're like, nah, bitch, we full <laughs> until like next year. So, yeah. so I think I think we've had a good show. My timer is about to beep. Okay, that's fine. That's a. It was a good show. It's good sharing opportunities. Good. It was good to us to get get it out. And you know what? Like I said, we're gonna work on this stuff. We're gonna try and help you relieve stress. We're gonna. I'm gonna tend. We're gonna. I'm gonna just check in, see how you're doing, because I know your situation. I can see why. Getting that. Getting that extra private time is difficult. So we're gonna try and see if we can find a workaround before I have to like send for you. And you have to be in California, and I'll just leave you yeah. to your own devices. Or I'm just gonna like, I feel like I'm just gonna like, like wake up in like a cocoon. But then like I'm gonna come out like Godzilla slash Mothra. This is gonna be me blowing fire. <laughs> just maybe like, why? Why did she burn down New Jersey? Because she didn't come. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, that's a derisive thing we say when you know when women are angry. But you know, sometimes you know, little. You know, it's harder because women have to deal with so many assholes. So, yeah, if they could actually, be, you know, have sex with someone that treats them like a human being, that probably would take the edge off. Yes. But it's so hard to find a man that isn't a dick. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, on that note, I wish everybody orgasms if you want them. And I will see you next Tuesday. <laughs>